Season 4 of Apple TV's For All Mankind has just aired its finale. How was it? Let's talk about it, but first... Let us begin. Cheers, everybody. Welcome to Brustilled. I'm your host, Brandon, and for the steps of Brustilled, I'll be recapping the season four finale of Apple TV's For All Mankind from Apple TV. It was an amazing finale for an amazing season in Apple TV's For All Mankind. But first, though, what beer am I pairing for the steps of Brustilled and for the finale of Apple TV's For All Mankind? But that beer comes to us from Belgium, and it's called Triple Carmelite, a Belgian triple, which is brewed with a three-grain recipe. This Belgian triple blends a unique set of barley oats and wheat to produce a multi-layered triple belgian beer it's also well balanced containing soft fruity notes and a delicate taste it's brewed with barley wheat and oat and satarian hops for the flavor profile there is banana and vanilla this belgian triple is also brewed with mineral water it's also re-fermented in the bottle as well and comes with an abv of 8.4 percent in the 11.2 ounce bottle and that beer is called triple Carmelite, a belgian triple that you must have and also perfect Perfect for the finale of Apple TV's For All Mankind Season 4. Okay, let's go and recap the finale of Season 4 of Apple TV's For All Mankind. If you've not seen the show and you want to watch the show, do not proceed forward because there will be spoilers. Ready? Well, here we go. For the Season 4 finale of Apple TV's For All Mankind, the episode starts off with the discovery on Mars, and where we do discover the pistol Lee brought to Mars is still buried on Mars. It was left on Mars back in Season 3. It's discovered by Helios' astronaut, who then takes and hides it back into a locker on Mars is a very ominous sign that'll play a key role later in the episode. The episode then starts off back at the Ranger spacecraft, who is also still unaware of Dev and Ed's secret operation to seize the Goldilocks asteroid, yet also appears they're aware of something going on in terms of secret operation, as they also seem leery of Mazzy, but it wasn't like this back in episode 9. Back on Mars, at Ed and Dev's secret communications base on Mars, Ed and Dev monitor the progress of their covert operation, and also turns out the North Korean commander wasn't killed by by Lee after all back in episode 9 as he is just unconscious. This does concern Lee as he worries about the consequences of what he did to superior officer back in episode 9. Ed tries to comfort Lee and says all will be okay and Lee replies that he hopes so. We then see the interrogation against Miles continue as Miles doesn't relent on giving up the location of Ed and Dev's secret operation and its location. The episode then transitions back to Margo back at NASA headquarters and Margo is surprised to see that Arena has a arrived from Moscow to go to NASA headquarters as Margo does see Irina in Eli's office. Irina and Eli are having a very fun conversation as only Margo knows why Irina is there. For Margo, she is stunned that Irina is there and also very concerned as well, especially when Irina says that after it's all over, she'll go back to Moscow with Irina to return to Roscosmos. As a result of this, Margo finds Elena on the floor at NASA Mission Control, where Margo warns Elena that she has to tell Sergey that he is in danger and must leave Houston right away. For Elena, she's also reluctant to do this, as she believes Margo must be the one who delivers a message to Sergey. But Margo tells Elena that Margo has too many people watching her and following her, and that Elena will not be fouled if she goes to see Sergey to deliver this message to leave Houston and also leave Houston right away. Elena then heads to the hotel where Sergey was staying at and discovers that Sergey is dead. It was ruled a suicide. The reaction from Elena is done in silence back in her car, but based on the sound audio we see in 
this scene, we know what was said, as this is indeed a very tragic revelation for the episode and also for the entire season. Going back to Mars, Daniel orders martial law on Mars in order to find Dev and Ed's secret location for their operation. Little does she know who is involved in terms of Ed and Dev. During the search, the pistol is found by one of the security guards on Mars, who then takes it. The pistol plays a surprise in the episode as it appears there are no guns on Mars, at least no right now. Or maybe the pistol's unique appearance gives the impression it might be worth some money. Still, this pistol will not be used for any money value. More on that later. We then see the interrogation against Miles intensify. For Miles, he doesn't reveal any information about Ed and Dev and what they're up to and where the location of their operation is. However, though, that changes quickly when they present Miles with a very significant and very effective blackmail tactic. Instead, the interrogators use information about Miles and his rock mining operation and his family against Miles. Miles is threatened with tax evasion, his wife going to prison, and his kids going to foster care when Miles' wife go to prison. Miles then relents and gives up the location of Ed and Dev's operation. So far, no one knows that Ed and Dev are involved, and Dev, upon learning about the discovery in the NASA control room that their operation is blown, uses Morse code to warn Ed and the others back at Ghostcom that the Mars police are coming after them, and also at that very minute. Ed and Dev, along with most of the crew members, escape their secret base except for one who gets captured and taken to custody to join Miles in captivity. For the Mars crew, they see what Ed and Dev are up to by controlling the movements of the Ranger spacecraft. As a result of this, they do regain control of the Ranger spacecraft by delivering a blow to Ed and Dev's operation. At least for now. For Dev, Ed, and their crew members, they take up hiding in a North Korean compound on the Mars base, with help from Lee who also uses his role as interim North Korean commander on Mars to help Ed, Dev, and their crew members to hide in a North Korean compound. It is also a very clear moment of uncertainty for Ed, Dev, and their fellow crew members who are trying to take the Goldilocks asteroid. Going back to NASA, Elena finds Margo back at Mission Control, and she tells Margo what happened to Sergei. For Margo's reaction, she knows this cannot be suicide, and then Margo finds Irina who is meeting with Eli. Margo confronts Irina about what happened to Sergei. To no surprise, Irina claims no responsibility, let alone any knowledge of Sergei and his death. Later, Elena finds Margo seen alone and in silence in the observation room at NASA Mission Control. Elena goes or talk to Margo as by now it appears that Elena has forgiven Margo for what happened back in Season 3. Elena and Margo then talk about their history together and also Margo discusses when she worked with Von Braun and his mentorship towards Margo. Margo then mentions Sergei's concern to Elena about the consequences of bringing the asteroid to Earth as it also mean the end of the Mars base. From this come up the plan to help stop the Ranger spacecraft from coming to Earth to bring the Goldilocks asteroid to Earth orbit in effort to save the Mars space. It's a pretty good plan between Elena and Margo as they're also now working together without any hostility towards one another. Back on Mars, we see Ed, Dev, and a crew in a room in a North Korean compound on Mars. They believe it's over with, but then Ed notices a radio in a room that could be used to communicate with Massey back on Ranger. Ed and Dev give guidance to Massey after they reach out to her through the radio and how she could also assist by changing the Ranger's movements by shutting down the engines before it heads to Earth. Little do they know that Margo and Elena are also helping them back on Earth. Massey, in a North Korean spacesuit and heads out to perform the task to change the Ranger's movements. This is soon discovered back on Mars and the Mission Control Room. Daniel orders Palmer to stop Massey from stopping the Ranger's spacecraft and its movements. We then see further tension on Mars as Daniel discovers Ed and Dev and the role in the asteroid heist. Ed and Daniel talk by radio and Daniel tries to convince Ed to stop his operation, but it's also clear Ed has no intentions to stop. They discuss their ideological differences about Mars as 
as it's clear, they have differences in which planet they now see as home. For Massey, she has to contend with Palmer as Palmer arrives to fight with Massey outside a ranger as he tries to stop Massey from controlling the ranger's movements for a very unique galactic fight scene in this episode. Going back to NASA, we see Leda enter the code just in time and dealt with Margot's help. As a result of this, the ranger stops moving and will no longer come to Earth to bring the Goldilocks asteroid to Earth orbit as it is now permanently in Mars orbit. On Mars and at Houston and the Mars 7 nations, they're all in shock by this revelation. For Irina, she is outraged by this. She confronts Eleda and accuses Eleda of sabotage against the operation. Eleda denies any wrongdoing and Irina continues to confront Eleda and then Mar Margo takes a fall and confesses to what she did, and Irina confronts Margo and says there will be consequences before leaving. Back on Mars, the CA operative, who also interrogated Miles, tells Danielle that the Mars paramilitary force has received authorization to break into the North Korean site on the Mars base. This comes after they learned the North Korean commander has been in medical bay all along. Because of this, they now believe Ed and Dev and the crew's hiding behind the North Korean side. We then see the climax begin as a full assault on the North Korean side is now underway. Way. Going back to Miles, who is also still in captivity and is fellow Helios worker, they are soon rescued by other Helios workers. Miles and other Helios workers determine they've had enough, and they join forces to fight the paramilitary force when they try to break into North Korean side on Mars. A brawl between the military force and Helios workers starts out, and we then see the North Korean pistol. The paramilitary guard who got the pistol makes a move to use it, but is also stopped in a struggle. Daniel and Ed arrive to stop the brawl, but in a struggle over the pistol, which is in fired. At first you don't know who was shot, as at first it appears that it was Ed, but it's now shown that Danielle was shot by the pistol. The brawl then stops. Danielle's rushed into emergency surgery following what appears to be a dismal outcome for Danielle. We then see a shocking silence, with many reflecting what happened, with Miles looking to see blood on his own hands, and also tool he used in the brawl. Back at NASA, Margot looks relieved and at peace, as she's also led away in handcuffs by the FBI as the Soviets pulled their diplomatic immunity. For this scene is also very moving moving very emotional, Eleda hugs Margo one last time and assures Eleda that everything's going to be okay despite the circumstances, but Eleda is also very emotional and broken by seeing Margo being led away to handcuffs. For Margo through an episode concluding voiceover, which appears to be told to a judge as Margo appears to be going to prison, shows Margo at peace with her actions, her experiences at NASA and Roscosmos along with her relationships with Eleda, Sergei, and Arena have given Margo a better understanding of humanity by saying, our flaws, unpredictability, and contradictions are what makes us so resilient, giving us hope for the future. For Margot, she experienced several parts of humanity with Eleda, Sergei, and Irina as all came full circle in this episode, and I do wonder, can we see Margot in a potential Season 5 despite her fate in Season 4? As for Irina, justice is served. She goes back to Roscosmos, only to see an ominous reception. Irina then finds what appears to be the KGB in her office, who asks her to come inside. Irina closes the door showing justice might have arrived for Rena and also at long last. As for Miles, he somehow figures out how to smuggle Lee's wife to Mars. Lee greets his wife on Mars, while many relieved people arrive on Mars to build what is see as a new world. Eli reads a newspaper article in his office at NASA headquarters that says how NASA allowed for the torture of detainees on Mars and also showing his tenure as Mars director might be over with. We did see Danielle survive the gunshot wound as she arrives back to Earth, in which she also greets her grandson 
them for the very first time, starting a new chapter in her own life. It's also worth noting that Ed, Dev Kelly, and Dev's crew members were not amongst those coming back to Earth. As for Dev, we see him on Mars at the crater that Kelly is working at, and we see Dev look up towards space at the night sky towards a blinking light. The camera then zooms out, upwards, towards the asteroid, and we see the Goldilocks asteroid in orbit on Mars, permanently, with the full mining base named Kosanov, named in honor of Kosanov Kuz, in the year 2012. And that's how the episode ends, along with Season 4. So how was Season 4? Not bad, actually. Not the best season in the series, but overall not bad, actually. The finale was actually pretty good. It had a nice, fitting ending and also resolved some lingering storylines, while also leaving some to mystery. For Season 4, the main issue was seeing the original characters get older and also probably near the end of their careers in the series. But I definitely do believe we'll see Danielle and Ed in a potential Season 5. We'll also see Dev probably be in the future of the series, including Kelly as well. For Elena, she'll definitely be in a potential Season 5. But for Margot, the way it ended with Margot going to prison, it all came full circle for Margot. She had to be held accountable for what she did back in Season 3 and for how she collaborated, but also unwillingly, with the Russians by giving them top secret information. Margot didn't want to do that, but Margot always had good intentions, despite what she did. For Margot, she always had a very complicated existence in this series. She was marginalized, but she wanted more, but she's also talented as well as an engineer for NASA for a while she got her at the top, but all came crashing down because of what she got herself into and what she did and the choices she made. For Margot, she made her choices, but she also lived with the consequences at the end of season 4 by going to prison, and for most likely the rest of her life. But Margot was at peace with what she did. She wasn't phased by it, and I think that she'll also be at peace the rest of her life by no longer living in fear for what she did and from her own actions. It was great fitting in for Margot and hope we see her in season 5 in some kind of role. But for other characters such as Ed, Danielle, Elena, Kelly, and also Dev, I think they have a future in this series in a potential season 5. And for Miles, what happens next for Miles and also for Mazzy? For them, I like what they brought to season 4 and the storyline. I definitely do believe they have something to offer in a potential season 5 because their characters really grew in this season and also participate in a lot of major events and also the themes explored in this season such as workers rights a gold rush on mars and also corporate greed and also geopolitics are also widely explored as well and also the good way as well so i do believe that season four is well worth the wait i love how the story progressed and also showing dramatic storytelling and also major surprises along the way through good storytelling and also excellent drama as well now will we see a season five. I hope so, and I think we will. For All Mankind, is written to be a seven-season series, and I definitely do believe we'll get there, and if it does, it could be the longest-running series on Apple TV, and it should be. I mean, a great season four, and I hope we see a season five. It has yet to be renewed due to the effect of the actor strike, which has now been resolved. So I do believe, given the good reception, the great storyline, and also paving the story forward, Apple TV's For All Mankind does indeed have a very bright future, as we now saw the series go into year 2012, at the end of the finale for season 4. Here's another question I definitely do have from the end of the finale, and that is, can Mars become its own country, run by Dev? I definitely do see that as a possibility, because think about it. Dev runs Mars now, given how the heist went with the asteroid known as Goldilocks. He has control over Mars, with Ed's help, and also those who helped him from Helios. So why not with Mars becoming its own country? I mean, who is to stop Dev right now from making Mars his own country? I definitely do see that as a theme for season 5, because 
because eventually they have to address this because who runs Mars? I mean, seriously, who does? I think it's Dev because he got the asteroid. He has so much leverage now and Dawson's asteroid can make his own economy on Mars and Ed could play a key role in that as well. For season five, they need a storyline and a potential one for that could be a new country on Mars that welcomes new people looking for new life in outer space and Dev could be that leader. Now, it's probably not a good thing given how Dev is as a person. I mean, he is greedy. He wants money, but he also wants to drive outer space exploration and colonize more on Mars and probably even beyond. So making Mars his own nation, that there could be a possibility for a season five storyline by seeing Dev make Mars his own nation. And right now he has a leverage to make that happen. For another one that is, is your life in outer space? That there's been a topic the show has been exploring back in seasons three and now four. It's definitely a storyline that has yet to be resolved and can be further explored in potential season five and for all mankind. So season five definitely does have a lot to work with in terms of potential storylines, character development, and also where the series is going into the future. I definitely do believe season five does have a lot to work with, but also what about the moon? We never saw the moon in season four, and I also wonder, is there still storyline potential for the moon in this series? That there could also be explored in season five, because Mars has been center stage for the past two seasons. For now though, that is where I'll leave it. Season four was excellent, fantastic, and and I'll watch it again and again like I've been having for the series until we wait for the next season. Until next time though, that should do for me in this episode of Brustilled. Please do tell friends and family about this podcast. And please rate this podcast on your Zard Podcast directory as feedback is always appreciated. Please stay tuned for my next TV show recaps, which will be True Detective from Max. Coverage of the 2023 NFL season and the playoffs, guest interviews, craft beer content, and other topics of interest. Please do follow this podcast over on Instagram at Brewstill Podcast over on Instagram. Please enjoy us good beer, bourbon, whiskey on this winter season. I'm your host, Brandon. Thank you for joining me. And I'll see you next time. And until then, be brewed and be the still, folks. Cheers. Uh-huh.